Thank you, Father God, for this day. Thank you for keeping us to see this day. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. Father God, we thank you for blessing us to be in each other's lives at such a time as this. We thank you for giving us travel mercies to this place so that we could give you honor and glory that's due to you and lift up your son's name, Jesus. Father God, lighten our load this day. Lighten my load this day. Lift up my countenance, Father God. Help me to preach the gospel. Help me to deliver the word, to encourage the people who are present here today to lift up their spirits, Father God, to let them know that you are still in the blessing business. Nothing is too hard for you, oh God, and we thank you for being Lord over us. We ask you, Lord God, to help us to manage our lives accordingly. Help us, Father God, to walk the path in which you have placed before us. Help us to reach each and every person that you have assigned to us and place them in our path on purpose, Father God, so that we can introduce them to your loving son, Jesus. I ask you to empty me completely out and pour your Holy Ghost fire into this temple of praise to speak the words that you would have me to speak in this hour. It's a privilege and an honor to serve you, Father God. And I am thankful and I'm grateful that I can serve you in this capacity that you will help me to reach the next level in my journey. Help us, oh God, to hear these words. Help them be clear and help me to speak with clarity and purpose and power. Let your mighty Holy Ghost power rest in my spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 We're going to read a story. Sometimes you have to be a storyteller when you're preaching the gospel. So we're going to read a story today. We're going to read about a harlot, a prostitute named Rahab. Sometimes when people see our lives, they judge us accordingly. And they automatically assume that God won't use you to do his work. But Rahab tells us a different story. So if you would turn to me, turn with me to the book of Joshua. Chapter 2, Joshua chapter 2. And we're going to read chapter 2 in its entirety because it tells a story and it lays the foundation work for this message that will go forth on today. Joshua, second chapter, this entire 
I know one of you saints will share your word with one of these young gentlemen. I want everybody to touch this word today. Joshua chapter 2. I'm going to read verses 1 through 22 in its entirety. If you will please stand as we read. And I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Whatever version you're reading, you'll just read along silently with me. Then Joshua secretly sent out two spies from the Israelite camp, Alkaia Grove. He instructed them, scatter out the land on the other side of the Jordan River, especially around Jericho. So the two men set out and came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there that night. And most of the times when you go to places like that, folks assume that you're going for one thing. But someone told the king of Jericho, some Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent orders to Rahab. Bring out the men who have come into your house, for they have come here to spy out the whole land. Rahab hidden the two men. She replied, yes, the men were here earlier, but I didn't know where they were from. They left the town at dusk as the gates were about to close. So they had gated communities back then. <laughs> I don't know where they went. They left the town at dusk as the gates were about to close. I don't know where they went. If you hurry, you can probably catch up with them. Actually, she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them beneath bundles of flax she had laid out. So the king's men went looking for the spies along the road leading to the shallow crossings of the Jordan River. And as soon as the king's men had left, the gate of Jericho was shut. Before the spies went to sleep that night, Rahab went up on the roof to talk with them. I know the Lord has given you this land, she told them. We are afraid of you. Everyone in the land is living in terror. Why? For we have heard how the Lord made a dry path for you through the Red Sea, when you left Egypt. And we know what you did in Shion and Og, the two Amorite kings east of the Jordan River. I'm sorry, yes. Well, whose people you completely destroyed. No wonder our hearts have melted in fear. No one has the courage to fight after hearing such things. See, people, when they know you belong to God, they have a tendency not to mess with you. For the Lord your God is the supreme God of the heavens above and the earth below. The supreme God of the heavens above. There are other gods, but this God is the supreme God. Now, swear to me by the Lord that you will be kind to me and my family since I have helped you. Give me some guarantee that when Jericho is conquered, you will let me live along with my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all their families. 
See, she wasn't just being selfish. She was praying for all the families in Jericho. We offer our own lives as a guarantee for your safety, the men agreed. If you don't betray us, we will keep our promise and be kind to you when the Lord gives us, when the Lord gives us, when the Lord gives us the land. Not if. When. You got to pay attention to those important words. When the Lord gives us. The land. Then since Rahab's house was built into the town wall, she let them down by a rope through the window. Escape to the hill country, she told them. Hide there for three days from the men searching for you. Then when they have returned, you can go on your way from the men, you can go on your way. Before they left, the men told her, just my glasses here, we will be bound by the oath we have taken only if you follow these instructions. If you follow these instructions. If, if. When we come into the land, when, you must leave the scarlet rope hanging from the window. Give me a sign through which you let us down and all of your family, all of your family members, your father, mother, brothers, all your relatives must be inside the house. If they go out into the street and are killed, it will not be our fault. But if anyone lays a hand on people inside the we will accept their responsibility for their death. If you betray us, however, we are not bound by this agreement, by this oath in any way. So you got to be careful who you make an oath with. Amen. I accept your terms, she, she replied. Rahab said, okay, I, I, I'll agree to this. And she sent them on their way, leaving the scarlet rope hanging from the window. She left them a sign, keeping her promise, like the rainbow is a sign for God to keep his promise not to destroy the earth by water, but by fire. The spies went up into the hill country and stayed there three days, like she told them. You gotta follow instructions sometimes. The men who were chasing them searched everywhere along the road, but the family returned without success. Then the two spies came down from the hill country, crossed the Jordan River, and reported to Joshua all that had happened to them. The Lord has given us the whole land, they said. For all the people in the land were terrified of us. You may be seated. Today I want to talk to you about sacrifice. Your sacrifice will pay off. That's what we are talking about. Your, your sacrifice, not mine, for you, yours, but your, the sacrifice you make for God's people will pay off. Your sacrifice 
will We sacrifice our daily lives as we live to impact a witness for Christ. While making a sacrifice isn't easy, it does remind us that we need to hold loosely to the things of this world. In other words, don't hold on to this worldly stuff as it's Everything we give up on earth is temporary compared to eternity. So whatever it is that you are holding on to that's attached to this earth, this world, let it go. Sacrifice typically costs you something. (laughs) Rahab not only risked her life, but her family's life and the life of her community. Had she not held up her end of the bargain, the outcome could have been fatal. The spies held her at her word and her at theirs, or else the whole agreement would have been rescinded, and all lives could have been lost. So her sacrifice cost something. Sacrifice is not a genuine sacrifice unless it means something to us. Rahab's safety, her family's safety, and the people's safety meant something to Rahab. She gave her sacrifice freely like Jesus gave his life freely. She freely put herself on the line. She didn't have to hide those spies. Since the concept of sacrifice is so important for believers, a sacrificial gift to the Lord is honored as long as we are obeying his commandments and teaching others to do well. Rahab obeyed. She did what the men asked her to do. And they did what she asked them to do. So it was a mutual agreement. Do you have a, a mutual agreement with people? Have you made it a mutual agreement with somebody? Did you break that agreement? And then all the plans just went awry. That's what happens when you touch and agree on something. And it doesn't manifest. Somebody reneged on their agreement. So the plan didn't go forward. So we have to be careful when we are in covenant agreement with people who may not necessarily know God. But these spies were sent by God by way of Joshua to scope out the land that they were to take over. First Lady and I scoped out the land years ago. We prayed over the land. We walked the circumference of the land. We did the research on the land. What can we build on what we can't build on? How much it costs? What is it going to take? We've done the research. 
So we had to go and scope out the land. There's people on the land that we're going to have to kick off the land eventually. But first we had to go see what that land was all about. No sacrifice doesn't replace obedience, but that's a part of our Christian faith. But we still have to sacrifice something. You can't be selfish. Many believers sacrifice their time, money, and energy doing good works for God. Rahab was doing a good work for God, but it had nothing to do with money. It had everything to do with time and purpose. She needed time for the men to move on, but she took a chance when she hid those spies until she could advise them on what to do next. She took a chance on trusting two totally different strangers. She didn't know those men from Adam. But she trusted the God in them to do what they said they would do, and that's to protect her family. If she held up her end of the bargain, so would they. If everybody wins, my, what a novel idea. Everybody wins. But she had a lot to lose. Sometimes you take a chance, and you chance a lot to lose. But when you do it for God, God will make sure that you win. Ultimately, God holds us accountable for each other. How we treat one another. How we handle his people. And as we grow in our faith, we give our sacrifices to God more freely because we understand that his greater sacrifice allows us to know his grace. And Rahab found out God's grace through these two spies. She got to know God's grace through their lens. And I know it's hard to show grace all the time, trust me. Sometimes you want to clap back when people say things that are just ridiculous or do things that are just foolish. I can't tell you the number of times I wanted to forget about God's grace. (laughs) Y'all keep praying for me. He's still working on me. But I had to think about the repercussions of me responding in such an unchristian-like manner. So therefore, I chose to just be silent. Sacrifice is an everyday occurrence. And oftentimes we feel the pain of our sacrifice. Amen. (laughs) We know that we are really giving up something important so that we can see that our expected end of that promise and that purpose is accomplished. That's what you want. Even though it's a sacrifice, you know that it's a sacrifice worth making because your sacrifice will pay When our son told us that he had one semester left of college, I was, oh, hallelujah, praise God. Then he says, well, I actually got two more because I have too many credit hours. 20 hours is a bit too much to take in one semester. I say, you're right. So why don't you split it up in two semesters? So his graduation date is spring of 2019, but I said, you know what, Lord, this is going to be in your time. I'm not going to rush it. 
I says, now you're going to have to provide the monies for this next leg because uh, he's going to need it. Because he's going off to London. Amen. Amen. And they told us how much money we was going to need to just feed him. Amen. We can talk about tuition and everything else. So I said, Lord, I'm just going to leave it up to you to do what you promised you would do and take care of our seed. And that he did. Yes, so the whole program is fully funded. Praise God. Praise God. Well, we still got to feed it. Praise God. And then God gave him a, a refund to have to offset that cost. So anytime you speak and you ask and you pray and you believe that God will do it, he will do it. Yes, by Lord. your faith. Yes, Amen. Because God knows my pocketbooks is well, wow. But God said, I got you. So not only did he cover the London excursion, if you will, he also covered the final semester. Yeah. So he got more than what he needed, and he gets a refund to have offset his food expenses, so we don't have to. So God will do it if you do it for all the right reasons. If you keep on making those sacrifices that hurt and that cost you something. Amen. Amen. Your sacrifice. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yeah. I know our son is going to get his degree. He's focused. He knows what he has to do. And sometimes through this turbulent process, we get discouraged. And we want to throw in the towel and say, you know what? I ain't doing this no more. God says, you still have got more in you than you think you do. Let me show you. Dig deeper. And pray more. Meditate stronger. Trust me. So sacrificing our vacation so he can finish college. Sacrificing major repairs on our home so he can finish college. Taking my lunch to work every day so he can finish college, plus it's healthier too. Working longer hours to make up for the miscellaneous things he needs while he's in college so he can finish college. Praying and having some sleepless nights and, and crying tears so that he can finish college because I know what it's like when people drop out. Yeah. When people leave you high and dry. Yeah, when they does. make that covenant agreement and they break it. Yeah. I know what that feels like when people walk away and walk out. Yeah. So I dare not throw in the towel. I promised him yeah. I would see him through. I said, if you do your part and I do my part, God will do the rest. And that he has done. And I'm grateful. Because Lord knows I'm tired. Amen. Amen. Knows I'm tired. He knows my spirit gets weary. Yeah. And I get frustrated. And I just want to say, you know what? I'm done. So it's been a long road. It's been a hard road. It ain't been easy. But it's worth it. Because once he's done, then I can get on with what I need to do. Amen. But first, we got to get him through this last leg. Yeah. This is it. He's headed for home plate. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. We don't lack anything, praise the Lord. Amen. None of us do in this room. 
We have everything we need. Yes, it's a sacrifice. But anything worth having typically is, right? If you don't, if you don't put anything in the pot, you can't get nothing out of it. If you don't invest anything, then you can't expect a good return. If you don't sacrifice anything, you can't expect for anything to happen that you want to happen. you got to put something in it to get something out of it. And if your heart ain't in it, don't do it. Do it out of obligation. Do it because it's a sacrifice. And you know that that sacrifice is going to serve its purpose Mm -hmm. in God's time. So when it happens, you'll know that you invested. You sacrificed your time, your money, your energy, your prayers, your tears. Lean it on your friends. Lean it on your loved ones. Crying in the midnight hour. Not just being uncertain, but just not sure. We don't know how a lot of times, but we know who can do it. How are we going to build this church with just so few people? We don't know how, but we know who. Amen. Why did God give us this major task? Because he is testing our faith just to see how many people are going to fall off. Everybody can't run the whole marathon. Man, people drop off. Some people drop off at 30. Some people drop off at 60. Some people go the whole hundred. We are a fortified city. We have a gated community. His name is Jesus. Oh, yeah. Amen. And as rugged and as turbulent that our sacrificial life can be, we must not give up and stay the course. We have to stay the course. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and I can finally see it. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Jesus. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. God was pleased with Rahab's sacrifice. So not only her family was secure, her entire community, because they were afraid of those spies, God, because they had heard how God fought for them. What kind of God is that? Mm. Well, I don't want to mess with that God. Right, right. <laughs> as sacrifice is pleasing to God, as followers of Jesus Christ, I am compelled to do good towards others. And some days I want to be like Jesus and just pass them by. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I will sacrifice with good works and the sharing of my resources as to the Lord. You know, God is pleased when we help each other. Yes, Lord. He is. And not to get something back, but just to genuinely, wholeheartedly help each other. 
Because God repays us for the sacrifice. Look around. Look at how far he's brought us. From when we first believed. Look at how far we've come since we started this journey. And progress is never a straight line. Sometimes you have to go in reverse, change directions, put it back in first gear, and move on. It's not always easy to sacrifice your time and energy. It's not always easy to sacrifice your money, your resources. It's not always easy to sacrifice your emotions. But God sees that you are helping another one of his children get to the next level. So your sacrifice will pay off. Don't give up on your marriage. Don't give up on your relationship. Don't give up on your education. Don't give up on your school. Don't give up on your kids. Don't give up on your grandkids. Don't give up on your aspirations. Don't give up on hope. Don't give up because your sacrifice will pay off. Yes, man. If God brought you to it, he will see you through it. God is not going to bring us to the edge of the sea and just leave us there. Yeah. He will part the sea from us yeah. and create a dry pathway yes, for us to walk across to the other yes, side. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. That's the kind of God we serve. That's the kind of God that Rahab had heard about. That's the kind of God that will look out for us. That's the kind of God, the loving God, who cares enough about us to protect us from harm's way. Yes, man. Our enemies are his enemies. Yes, Jesus. So don't make enemies with God's people because you're making enemies with God. Amen. 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 Some people have sacrificed their lives like Rahab. Moses sacrificed his life when he killed an Egyptian man to protect his Israeli brother. Noah sacrificed his reputation to build an ark. Abraham was told to sacrifice his own son. But God spared Abraham's son because of Abraham's obedience. He did what God told him to do. What God told me to do it. But then God had a ram in the bush. See, sometimes when we feel like we are losing, God has a a ram in the bush. Sometimes when we feel like that we're just making too much of a sacrifice, God will remind us, I got a ram in the bush to help you. So do what I've asked you to do. Be obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice. But this particular sacrifice is something that Rahab had to do. Jonathan sacrificed his relationship with his father Saul to protect David. See, sometimes you got to sacrifice your stuff to protect somebody else. That's what Rahab did. That's what the spies did. She hid them. Hide them from the people that were chasing them so that they were helping her because she had to hide them. Amen. Right. So they protected each yes. other. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. We have to protect each other. Oh, yes. Because people are always chasing us. 
<laughs> they don't like the people of So the devil is always chasing God's people. Yeah. <laughs> because they heard about how powerful God is yeah. in our lives. Mm -hmm. They heard about the things that God has done for us with just these few saints in the house. God has opened up doors for us. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. Amen. Yes, he has. Praise the Lord. God has given us favor yes, he has. on the job. He's protected yes, us. He has. He's covered us. God is taking me to places that I have no idea what to expect. But I know it's going to be something awesome. And I know it's going to be something good. Oh, yeah. Tuesday, I'm meeting with the CEO of the company. Really? Man, who does that? Hallelujah. I was invited. See, you have to be in. Invited to the table. Yeah. You don't have to show up and invite yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You wait to be invited. It's called humility, yeah. Mama. Yeah. You keep on doing that work that nobody else wants to do. You yeah. keep on being yeah. humble that nobody else thinks you should be doing because you had mentored. Well, shouldn't somebody else be doing it? So I didn't complain about doing it. I just did it because I'm doing it because right. people. Right, right. Man. And so now I was invited to the big table. Somebody like me, I'm just in lower level management, lower level. We're talking about CEOs, senior VPs. Amen. I'm going to be in the company of those people. Yeah. And immediately I began to pray, Lord, what are you doing? Help me. Help me to blend in. Amen. But then also help me. Yeah. Amen. every day to sacrifice our wants for somebody else's need. Thank you. Jesus! And as we sacrifice daily, let us keep in mind that everything we do in the name of Jesus is a gift to the one who paid it all yeah. on Calvary. See, God gave us the ultimate gift. He made the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. He gave up his only begotten
one, two, three, four, five. And watch it happen. Let it happen. Put it in the wheel. That's love. Your sacrifice. Will pay off. These boys thought about that box this week. You want to go to church with that box? And their mother was like, No, my son was really not so sick today. He asked me if he was sick. I love those boys like they were my own. And they are good heads that just need further direction. Yes. They have a mom. She gives, she gives them what she can. Yes, Amen. Gotta give her credit for that. Yes. She gives them what she does. Yes. But then it takes a village. Yes. yes. Oh yes. These are y'all are the village. Yes. Sister Margie, you're the village that's helped my son get to the next level. Yes. Mama Mary, you're the, the village to encourage us to keep it moving. Yes. The village that helps one another get to the next level. So we have to keep our agreement, our covenant agreement intact. Amen, amen, amen. We are a fortified city when we do that, and God will continue to bless and keep us as we help one another. That's our jobs as Christians, is to help each other. There's nothing wrong with helping folks. And even if they don't appreciate it, help them anyway. Because your reward comes from the man upstairs. Jesus' sacrifice paid for our salvation. So somebody sacrificed for us to do what we do. Somebody sacrificed for us to live eternally with God. Somebody sacrificed that we may have life in heaven more abundantly. But it came by way of somebody else's sacrifice. So his sacrifice paid off for us and our sacrifice will pay off for somebody else. And the cycle continues. So when you break the covenant, you were talking about Family branch of a tree that breaks the branch and it starts a new branch and we don't know where that branch is going. Jesus. That's right. Don't negate your inheritance by breaking the covenant. Amen. Lord, amen. Sacrifice of Jesus covered the sins of all people. All people. Once and forever. And after his death and resurrection, there was no longer a need to sacrifice animals. No more doves, no more lambs. The ultimate lamb was sacrificed. That sealed the deal. So somebody say, the Lord told me to kill my kid. The Lord told me to kill my parents. The Lord told me to kill my parents. 
Ain't no more that sacrifice for no more. Amen. Amen. Jesus took care of that. One time. So when we put our trust in Jesus, his bloodshed covers us. So we don't have to pay the penalty for sin anymore. It's covered. It's covered. God sees our efforts. And he rewards us for our faithfulness. So keep on doing what's right. And I know people may get on your last good nerve and your last good Jesus is gone. <laughs> keep it moving. Just lift your hands and say, Jesus, keep me near the cross. Yes, Lord. Help me, Lord God. Because you know I'm about to go postal in this place. And it's called human. If we're just being human, it's a natural emotion to hurt, Amen. to get angry. Jesus got angry. But you just can't stay angry. See, that's the difference. Yeah. Don't right to get mad, just don't stay mad. It's all right to hurt, but just try to find a place to heal. Yeah. It's okay to cry. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a natural emotion. Yeah. But what are you crying about? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay yeah. to be disappointed, but don't stay disappointed. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. So every day we have a choice to offer our bodies as a, a living sacrifice. Candace and I are, are offering our bodies and resources as a, a living sacrifice for our son. And even though he may give us grief and rebel, he gives it right. Understand. I've already threatened to cut him off. Hallelujah. So he understands what that's like. He knows if I cut him off, he cut off. will pay off. Hallelujah. In spite of the trials and temptations we go through, we're going to reach a place where we don't have to worry about that no more. No more sickness, no more pain, Hallelujah. no more disappointment, no more dying, no more heartache, no more dis-ease or disease, no more trials, no more tribulations. of this journey on this side of heaven. Amen. As long as you stay close to God, believe on Jesus Christ, Amen. you'll see the other side. 
And the sacrifices that we've made here on earth. My cone a lot is waiting on me. My mansion on the corner. And even if it's a, a room, it's still in heaven. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So your sacrifice will pay off. Your sacrifice will pay off. Your education will pay off. Your intellect will pay off. Your obedience will also pay off. God knows that you sacrificed a lot to get to where you are today. have to do some things to protect your family that may not have been popular. You may have to have done some things that were not necessarily the best thing to do. Rahab lied. She wasn't the best thing for us to do. But because she wasn't Jewish, she wasn't under that covenant. So she was protected because she was done. She didn't have the covenant because she was not a Jewish nation. So she got a pass. Yes. Hallelujah. But sometimes God will give us a pass. Because he knows we're trying to do it for all the right reasons, even though we may not have done it the best way. God sees our heart in the right place. Yes. Yes. I'm not saying it's good to lie. But I'm just saying you ask God. So today, I just want to encourage you to let you know that your sacrifice will pay off. Keep on pushing and keep on praying and, and keep on trusting God. I know sometimes it gets rough. I was having a rough time this morning, but I have to praise my way through it. I have to talk to the Lord. I know sometimes I may look sunburned. I may look sad. It's just me in heavy meditation. Because I have so many things on my mind. And I have so many things that I have to get done. But the one thing that I can do is lose my focus on God. And although there are many distractions trying to keep us from getting to the next level, I will not allow it to destroy us. Amen. Amen. We are in this thing together. Yes, Lord. And we've hard tough with each other all this time. And just when you know you're getting close, that's when the enemy turns up the heat. Yes. Oh, yeah. But that's when you got to sick the Holy Spirit on that thing. Oh, yeah. And they get me from behind me. Save Burn up your, your, your spirit with the Holy Ghost. Because it's the spirit, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. You just got to start speaking to that thing. Devil, I bind you in the name of Jesus. You have no power over me. Yeah. I cast you out of this place in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. And if you continue to speak the word of God yes, to Lord. those devils and demons that keep on hunting you, I guarantee they will. Resist the devil and you will You got to put that word on it. Yes, yes. Trust God in every circumstance, even though it may not be 
what you want it to be, God knows. He will work it out. Amen. I know this wasn't a fire and brimstone message, but it was a message that God gave me to share with you, to keep you encouraged. And for me too. The message is more for me than it is for you. Well, vice versa. So it has to speak to me first. It is spoke to my spirit. Your sacrifice will pay off, daughter. You keep it moving. I see you, and that's what matters. Even though people try to pretend like they don't see you, I see you. And I'm at you right in their face. Amen. And that's what God is. Y'all be praying for me this week. Amen. And I don't ask too many people to pray for me because they ain't right. Amen. I don't ask anybody to pray for me. Because I know their heart ain't right for me. Yeah. But you can't curse what's already blessed. No. Oh, yeah. So I But I know if I ask y'all to be praying for me, I know it's coming from here and not from here. Already. And you can't pray against me no way because God has shut it down. Amen. Oh, yeah. Amen. But I'm asking my church family to keep me lifted up. Yes, Lord. Because I need prayer too. But I want the right people praying for me. Amen. I'm just saying. Amen. Amen. God is the most holy person. He always is. So I pray that God will continue to bless you as he continues to bless me. And that he continues to cover you as he continues to cover you. Amen. Amen. Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for this word. I thank you for the people who are here. I thank you for the souls that are being fed. We ask you, O God, to continue to bless us and keep us as we move through this Christian life. We ask you, O God, to continue to cover us and keep us until we meet again. It is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Amen.